it was fascinating to see uh, just how well they played and what Porzingis brings to the table. If he is healthy, this team legitimately has an opportunity to get another banner because he's he has made this team that good because the thing that he brings to the table is the scoring, his length. He's not the defender Rob Williams is by blocking shots all the time, but he creates situations with those long arms of his. Yeah, uh, certainly a presence. That he can and just challenge defensively. Uh, but Tatum and Brown, man, and Brown in particular on this road trip, Brown was deadly. And then Tatum took over. Once in the first eight shots of the Laker game when the Celtics were up by 16 or 17, Jason Tatum hadn't touched the ball, hadn't even touched the ball on his offensive end. And then he still got 20-plus later on. And that shows his maturity as a player saying, look, I need a shot. At, no, I don't need a shot. What I need to do is create situations yep. that, you know, we're only going to get better. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. He's Cedric Maxwell. I'm Josue Pavone. Hope everyone had a great Christmas break, great holiday break. The Celtics, I mean, like we said, Max, we're going to uh, recap this road trip. And, man, it was a heck of a road trip for these guys. They were 3-1 and one out of the four-game West Coast road trip. And uh, we'll talk about that, of course. And we also got to talk about uh, the, the conversation that's starting to starting to brew, Max, over the last week or so about All-Stars. How many uh, how many All-Stars mm. are on this Celtics team? We'll get into that as well. And finally, uh, Udonis Haslam, uh, interesting way to motivate his team back during his playing days, uh, as he uh, revealed on a recent podcast. I'll let you guys know if you haven't heard already. Um, I can't wait to hear Max's response on this. I know I sent you a text about it, Max, but we haven't really gotten into it, so I can't wait to hear your raw reaction from it. Uh, as, as we're recording this right after I sent you that text, by the way, or, or not too soon, uh, minutes after, I should say. But anyways, Max, West Coast Road Trip, you just came back from California. How you feeling, man? Merry Christmas. How was it? Uh, exhausted. Not even, not even didn't play one, didn't get a rebound, not a turnover, <laughs> not a block, not a point. <laughs> but you feeling I, it, huh? I feel whipped. I, I can never get my timing right about sleeping when I was on the West Coast. And essentially today was the day it all came down. And I might have went to sleep, uh, call myself taking a nap at, at 3 o'clock. And I didn't wake up until 7 o'clock to right now. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm beat, but uh, it was a great road trip, considering uh, the first game was uh, pretty much like a disaster. Uh, you think that uh, playing Golden State, you were 18 ahead in the uh, third quarter, late in the third, and you lose that basketball game in overtime. Uh, all you had to do was make one or two shots couple of free throws, whatever it was, and you let Golden State back in. Uh, one of the ushers, as I was coming coming out, said, man, we're, like I said, we're in you guys' fucking head. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm playing. <laughs> I yeah, he might have been an E-40 fan. He was like, let me, oh, let me get a max real quick. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just, I just laughed. But, but that game was, was rough, but 
But that's funny though, Matt, because that that's the narrative, right? I mean, no one is saying, "Oh, Golden State's right up there with Boston." Oh, hey, look out, Celtics! Here come the Warriors. No, that's that's really what the narrative's been after that loss was. Man, these guys are still in the Celtics' head, or man, Steph Curry can still do that to the Celtics from time to time. Yeah, so. it was it was that, but it was just the way they lost. Um, you know, just careless turnovers, bad shots, um, and of the games. I thought the Sacramento game was a game that they were really going to get uh, handled. Uh, Sacramento came out and started throwing haymakers in that uh, in in their game in Sacramento, second night of back to back without mm. Jason Tatum, and um, Celtics went on a, a run. And boy, Porzingis just showed himself. Although he twisted his ankle, he he continued to play, and I thought that game was a game that was was meant to be lost on the schedule. Uh, they played that game well, and then we know what they did when they went down to the City of Angels, went down there and won two games, and and they won those games handily. Uh, you know, they 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 beat uh, a, uh, a Clippers team without their best player, though, Kawhi Leonard, and they had been playing extremely well. And then they went in to handle L.A., and uh, you saw a um, – so you saw – Father Time starting to win the battle, even against LeBron. LeBron's been good this year, but you could I tell. Was, I was wondering if you're going to bring that, this up. Yeah, yeah that, they, that they attacked LeBron on uh, both ends of the floor. And the intimidation, the fear, the fear level was, uh, was, wasn't was there um, mm-hmm. the way it normally is when you when they see LeBron. Uh, Jason Payton doesn't look at him like, you know, he's my he, – He's my hero right now. Right. He's another guy that I have to climb over uh, to win a championship. So the road trip was a good one, three and one. Uh, I said that before. I said if they went three and one on that trip, I thought it would be incredible. Yeah, you uh, called it. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, once they lost that first one, for them to win the next three, that was uh, that really showed me something about this team. They showed a lot of character, you know, the way they bounced back. And like you said, this wasn't close battles after that loss of the Golden State Warriors, right? I mean, they're taking care of teams. And by the end of it, you saw LeBron. He was all smiles. Like, man, you guys, you know, what what can we do? You know, like that's the kind of – like that's what it looked like to me, you know, whereas before you saw a lot of those smiles before and after. It was Tatum going up to the – you know, LeBron being like, hey, you know, you beat us, but, man, this is a great moment. Like they're so far beyond that. And I'm glad that you said that, Max, because that's the way I see the Celtics team. You know, against a team like the Los Angeles Lakers, like I just feel like they're so beyond, you know, where they are in terms of trying to figure out, okay, we are the best team in the NBA. Yeah, we dropped the ball against the Golden State Warriors, but we're going to pick it right back up and, and get these wins against the rest of the the rest of California. You know, that, yeah. that's not easy to do. It, it really yeah. is, it's, especially against a, a Sacramento Kings team, like you said, uh, to putting up points up as, as much as anyone in the NBA. But they gave up just as many against the Celtics because Celtics made them pay for it. So that was a really good test for the Celtics team. And now they're coming back home and, and you know, with the best record in the NBA. And right now, if you ask me, they're the best team in the NBA, you know, yeah, would, with, with would, this type of challenge, man. 23 and six, the record now. 23 and yeah. six. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. I would think that's the case. Whereas before, we look at a game like Detroit coming in, losing, what, 26 in a row. And we look at this game for the Celtics and say it was scary. Now, now we're not looking at this. This team this team takes care of business right now. Right. And they showed me that when they played Cleveland back-to-back, beat them, played Orlando back-to-back. We knew 
that last year's team or the version of last couple of years team was going to lose one or two of those games uh, to, to both of to those teams, but came in and handled business and did that. And I would be, I mean, shocked, shocked if that game is anywhere close tomorrow, mm-hmm. considering the Celtics should have, you know, most of their weapons, they should be playing. Uh, their starting five should be intact. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 800-GAM-1234. Right. And even if it's not, man, you 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 would think the, the, the talent gap, I mean, the way the Celtics have been, Again, what happened against the Warriors and in the past when they're taking too long to put a team away, they've learned already. So I, th- I think with those with those lessons behind them, I'd be really shocked if they were to go and drop a drop a drop a ball against the the, the Detroit Pistons, which are, they're about to find themselves on the wrong end of history. Uh, right now, they they're tied for twenty seven straight, twenty seven consecutive losses, uh, tied for the NBA record after losing to the Brooklyn Nets uh, in a game that somewhat came down to the wire in that last minute. But in the end, man, it was the Nets that won. Even though uh, uh, Kate Cunningham played a heck of a game, man, uh, forty plus forty piece against the Nets, but it wasn't enough. You know. Well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Celtics were able to do in playing in a game like this. Uh, just as well, you start to critique this team and its moves. Brad Stevens has to be candidate for GM of the year. That mm-hmm. Porzingis trade was changes everything man changes everything to me in the second half against the lakers when when they started throwing it to him inside it just created problems across the board for los angeles it did it did because that was the thing that you weren't getting because porzingis turns and scores rob right. williams was a great defender if they were looking for the lob he was able to make that love but the lob wasn't always there so what the Celtics did where they have at any time on that floor, Joe Sway, is they have five legitimate three-point threats. I mean, every time you're on the floor, and, and the Lakers were were picking their poison. If they mm-hmm. double team Porzingis, then somebody was wide open, open in the corner. It could Derek have been, White. It, it could have been Drew Brown. Holiday or yeah, White, Brown. Yeah. Holiday. Uh, Pritchard played really well. Uh, it was – it was – it was fascinating to see uh, just how well they play and what Przingis brings to the table. If he is healthy, this team legitimately has an opportunity to get another banner because he's he has made this team that good because the thing that he brings to the table is the scoring, his length, 
He's not the defender Rob Williams is by blocking shots all the time, but he creates situations with those long arms of his. Uh, yeah, it's certainly a presence. That right. he can, that he can just challenge defensively. Uh, but Tatum and Brown, man, and Brown in particular on this road trip, Brown was deadly. And then Tatum took over. I mean, the yeah. first, I want to say the first eight shots of the Laker game when the Celtics were up by 16 or 17, Jason Tatum hadn't touched the ball, hadn't even touched the ball on his offensive end. And then he still got 20-plus later on. And that shows his maturity as a player saying, look, I need a shot. At, no, I don't need a shot. What I need to do is create situations yep. that, you know, we're only going to get better. You know, I'm yeah. going to get paid. Everybody else is going to be get paid. The, 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 the goal here is to win a championship. Uh, so, so I'm looking forward to to watching these guys' maturation and all that. But you did mention and brought up that those pesky Miami Heat. I do want to talk about them. Giannis. I know. I know you're dying to get to it, man. I was. I was. I'm shocked you, you didn't. You didn't I'll cut me you, off. I'll let you set it up. Joshua. I'm Go surprised ahead. you didn't cut me off. All right. Well, real quick before we get to that, real quick, I just just simple question: How many All Stars is on the Celtics team? Would you say? Mm. Because you know this conversation happens every year, and this year it's it's, it's it's a lot more interesting it's, well, than most. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be three, and Derek White should be an All Star. Um, so you know the only one that's out of the mix, I would think, might be Drew Holiday, with of the of the starters. Okay, uh, and Drew Holiday is starting to come around, and you can see his effect. Yeah, he's up. He's getting more and more confident offensively. So. But I would say three and, and should be four. Derek White shouldn't make it. Brown, Tatum, Porzingis should make it. Uh, and that's indicating if you look at this this team and um, uh, of their record and what they're doing so far. Okay. All right. I was hoping you would say. I'm thinking the same thing, man. I think it's Derek White. I think the only thing is – he might be on the bubble because of how many other guards in the Eastern Conference are, are balling now. However, yeah, exactly. if one of these guys are hurt, Derek White's that guy. Okay, that, yeah. that's the best way I could put it, all right? You know, this, this, this guy's coming up. I mean, obviously, there's Tyrese Halliburton, what he's doing in Indiana. Shit, even uh, Tyrese Maxey, what he's doing in Philly. You know, that, that's – that's you got to talk about that as well. So, this Jay, guy's in the Jaylen, running, but Jaylen Derek White's Brun in the running. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson in New York, man, he just went off the other night, right? Another Jaylen one. Brunson, it's just uh, so many guards, man. It's a it's lot been of guards. Good this year that people have talked about. Um, uh, they're going down to Atlanta and saying Trey Young has been good. Trey Young's another one. Yeah, in basketball, so it's a he's it's putting a, up twenty nine. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy league. Uh, when you start looking at guys and what they're doing. You know, Donovan Mitchell has been fantastic. So every night you see guards who are absolutely killing it. So, but right. uh, and Derek White would probably be if somebody got hurt, he definitely would be. But he should be anyway. But you probably what what happens sometimes to players, and I was one of them. When you play with great players, those are the guys that are going. With me, it was Mikael Parrish, Bird, and then Nate Archibald. Well, Mikael, Parrish, Bird, and then Dennis Johnson. And so, yeah, some of the greatest teammates, man. So yeah, so you don't have ball. you don't have a lot of room in the end for an All Star game. But for me, hell, I, right now, 
the way the all-star game is now, I would rather not been in it considering that, you know, during my time you had a weekend of rest right now, the Celtics play on a Thursday and don't play again until the next Thursday. So I should be looking a little bit darker, you know, because I'm looking at uh, maybe Aruba. <laughs> you and some Island. I was going to say some Island, <laughs> man, give me some heat and sun. I don't give a damn. I got to have some sun and, and heat. <laughs> And Maxwell's off the mainland. He's, he's, yeah. he's going on an island somewhere for a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for candidates isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 300 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to any other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because it knows exactly what I'm looking for. It gives me the top candidates that I need that enables me to comb through the other applicants and get right to the top to what I'm looking for. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the Cedric Maxwell podcast can get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibly at Indeed.com slash Maxwell. Just go to Indeed.com slash Maxwell right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Maxwell. Terms and conditions apply. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million Monthly unique visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. That's Indeed.com slash Maxwell. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we'll see. You know the conversation is going to continue throughout the month of January, all the way up until they make their announcements uh, in the first uh, couple of weeks of February. But uh, just, just want to get your take on that. Get it man, out there early. Derek White, Derek White has been putting up numbers to the crazy. It's been incredible, man. His 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 ability to block shots from the guard position has been crazy. I mean, as much Impressive. as they talk about some of the other guards that played around this week, Derek White saw some of the great ones. I mean, he had a block against Steph. He had a block against Clay. Um, um, he was blocking shots all some over. Crucial blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So, you know, I mean, there were there were just things he was able to do that was yeah, that that were eye-opening. And even Michael Thompson, who was with the Lakers, at, after the game, he just did like this. It's too, <laughs> it was it's all like, okay. All right, you know, I see what you're talking about because he and I always have a running debate before these games. And um, I just tell him how good Porzingis made him. He's like, well, all he's going to do is send out there and shoot threes. Well, you know, Anthony Davis got 40 in that game. Mm. But he also gave up 28 to Porzingis. So his net net rating would have been, as, as Red Darback would have said, he scored 12. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, what, right. What what they did with LeBron, they just locked LeBron up. And then the Lakers didn't have any other scores. Uh, yeah. They wanted to say, wow, who is going to help them, you know, down the line? That's the formula. You challenge the other guys to shoot. You know, mm-hmm. you get the 40-piece from Anthony Davis, it's going to put you in position to win, but you, you need some more against the Celtics. You know, I mean, that's the difference. Again, like, that's the that's the gap I saw. And for sure, father, father time is knocking on that door when it comes to LeBron James. But you know L.A., man. I, I don't want we, We're going to get into it in a few weeks because they're going to trade for, like, a Zach Levine or they're going to trade for this – isn't, this isn't the team that we're going to see in April, right? Put it that way. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of tricks they'll try to pull off the – uh, you know, up their sleeve in the next uh, month or so. But right now, man, they're looking like a 500 team. If you ask, yeah. me. maybe slightly above, maybe slightly above. But in the Western Conference, that's tough. That's that's not easy. Man, but anyways, the Western Conference right now, just the way you're looking at the tough teams right now, is Minnesota is right nipping on the heels of the Celtics with the best record. And they're not going away. OKC. Well, I was surprised that the Lakers went in to beat OKC. LeBron dropped 40 on them. But OKC has been playing great. Uh, The Celtics will see them along with uh, the big Frenchman uh, within the next week. But this Celtics schedule is so bizarre that you come home. We just got home yesterday. A day off. Play tomorrow. Play Friday. And then leave on Saturday going to uh, San Antonio, and then have uh, OKC on that trip. Come home for two days, play one game, and then go back on the road and play Indiana for two games in Indiana. It just doesn't stop with this team right now. now. I'm just happy. No, that it doesn't. I'm just happy you're not traveling, Joe Sway, or you'd be shaking your damn head. Yeah, man, I'd be. Uh, I'd have a lot less energy on this uh, podcast. If I'm being honest with you, Max. But fortunately for myself, I got to spend it here and uh, Christmas here in Boston. Got to enjoy my uh, enjoy my, my somewhat free time with my family. Still did the Celtics post game show, but yeah, you know, not, you don't not care. the same as travel. As long as you see, long as you see your niece, you don't give a damn. Yeah, I'm chilling, a, man. You don't give a fat man's ass. <laughs> I love Christmas, man. You already know this. This year is special, man. This your year family great. must have been gloating over that oh, little girl. Man. I got, I got to send you the pics, man. Beautiful, wow. right by the tree. Wow. Man, she was like, "What is this? What's all these lights?" But you could tell she's how, how old is she now? She's six months. So it's it's funny, Max. She was uh. She was born on June 25th. So this lucky yeah. girl gets showered with presents every six months. So every wow. six months, uh, you know, six it's it, six twenty-five. Uh, what is it, June 25th or, or uh, December 25th? She's getting those wow. presents. So yeah, it's exact wow. half birthday. So it was equally as special for sure. Right. But yeah, man, it's great. But anywho, let's uh let's wrap up this episode with uh with what I know you can't wait to get to, and that's uh Udonis Haslam, uh, OG Miami Heat OG. Everybody knows Haslam is Mister Miami Heat. Just wrapped up his career, impressive career, if you ask me. Especially given how he was able to extend it, and you expect someone like that, Max, to really appreciate their elders, right? The people that came before him. But mm-hmm. on a recent podcast with former uh, Miami Heat guard Mike Miller. And current uh, Miami Heat center Bam Adebayo, who couldn't even believe what he was what he was uh, hearing, Udonis Haslam talked about during a pregame speech last year to get his team pumped up. He said, "F Bill Russell." Before taking on the Celtics, uh, just to provide some context here, he was talking about how last year they retired the great Bill Russell uh, after his passing. Every arena in the uh, NBA is retired the number six, so no player can wear number six. Well, Udonis Haslam said, "F all that." 
And even Bam out of bio on the podcast said, damn, Unc, like that man just died. He goes, that's the way he felt. And he wouldn't pretty much didn't take it back much. He said, no disrespect. I'm like, man, Max, what do you think about that? When, when you say no disrespect after something like that, that's it, it, as disrespectful as it gets, no? Isn't that when you play on the court, Joe Swag? Because some guy just did something to you and he, he goes, no disrespect. You go, what the fuck you mean by that? Right. <laughs> you in the heat of the moment. Disrespecting me. Um, the contents of it to me is different. Because when you were saying it before, I thought that he had said it at his retirement speech. Because they're gonna retire, they're gonna retire his jersey. Oh, no, that's no. where I, I was thinking. Yeah, no, that would have been wild. They were retiring his jersey and he said that. <laughs> but when, when him saying like that, I mean, no, no. when him saying that to me is is a little different. He was just trying to rile his guys up. Uh, you know, you know, it's like, you know, you've heard, you know, LeBron, you know, I hate Boston. You at you see where LeBron said, I I love playing the the place I hate the most. Mm. I love playing the most. Yeah, but see the 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 context of it too is it's what bothers me because he you know what he said too. He adds, "Oh, you think Boston would do that for us?" And I'm like, "This is Bill Russell we're talking about. This isn't about Boston, man. This is the this is a conversation we've had so many times back on this podcast." And he, here we go again, like the 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 lack of appreciation or respect. I should say, like it's it's it's. It's just you not know, there, you know. You know? Like, and I thought wait, someone wait, of, his, of his generation would understand. Like wait, he's in wait, his forties, Max. He's not in the youngin. Like he should understand. Wait, wait, wait a minute, Josue. Let's just let's just give it the way it is because you're not always keeping on the hundred. That's what we do. It, this isn't. This isn't. This shouldn't be about Bill Russell. This is about his legacy as a black man in this league, and that should never be approached mm. it should always be kept up there in you know Valhalla it's the same way that if some player said fuck Jackie Robinson that number is retired all around Major League Baseball right. because of what he did the color line all that Bill Russell went through the same things and was a champion I couldn't I couldn't disagree with Yadonis anymore. And I like Yadonis Hassel. I really do. Uh, what he was doing was trying to pump his team up. But at the same time, I'm almost like, bam, like, damn, Unc. You know, this isn't about heat culture. It isn't about this culture. Right. This or is, the rivalry. This is, about, this, yeah. is about the, this is about the history of the NBA. Bill Russell is bigger than Miami Heat. He's bigger mm -hmm. than, you know, all these other teams. He's bigger than that because of what he did to this league and what he endured. So as much as I, you know, I love Yadonis Haslam, this time I think he's wrong. Um, it's a little different, though, in saying that, you know, among your teammates, when you're ready to walk out on the floor, but I just don't think you should utter that in a podcast. Yeah. Especially after after the battle is over. I was thinking that too, and I was thinking he was going to be like, ah, you know, kind of downplay it. But then it's like you put him on the spot, so he kind of he kind of felt like he had to defend himself. But I was that, just yeah, like, the, man, yeah, the battle should be over. Yeah, right now. When, right. it, when it comes to that, after you walked away. Although right. here I am, I'm saying that, and I'm saying screw Magic Johnson right now. You know, <laughs> I, I would think that the battle's over, but, but in my mind, 
<laughs> I was gonna say they won the series, Max. They they won I, whatever whatever he had to say. Yeah. It worked, and they got yeah. to the finals. But damn, you know, in my mind, in my mind, anytime I go in the crypto Staples Center, or whatever that is, it's it's still the uh, you yeah. know yeah the it, no love it, love every, everything goes up on my collar. So let's let me let me keep it real on that 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 tip. <laughs> you know that shit should that shit should be over. What what I did what 30, 30 years ago plus yeah. speaking well you know what speaking of podcasts how was uh how was your uh your guest spot with, with Big Game James? No, uh, we didn't. I didn't even do get Big Game James. Denied. You didn't do? No, I got on with uh, Michael Thompson. We just did a we did. That's a free right. You did Thompson. All right. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm thinking free, of we did yeah, a pregame. Yeah, okay. We did a pregame. Right. You know, it's like you and I now we you know we'll let you guys in on something. We're going to grab one of my favorite guys and we're going to talk, get him and his opinion, Rick Mahorn, especially after the beat down tomorrow. Uh, we got, we got, <laughs> the record, we got to get him on the podcast. I've been asking him, I'm like, what's going on? He said, man, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have no idea. He said, I sit there as a broadcaster. He He's said, probably tired I, of hearing the damn question every yeah, day, man. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm just stunned. So, so the next yeah, we're gonna talk podcast, him through it. We're gonna we're gonna have uh, Rick Mahorn, but yeah, man. I we're gonna think, talk Rick through it, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see yeah, what's going on. But that, that, that's hard as a broadcaster, though. If you're sitting there and all that stuff goes down, you just it, it is it's tough every night going to um, going to the arena and knowing as a broadcaster you because you pump yourself up. You know, you get involved. You think like, oh, <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. So how did you games I, better? <laughs> how did you feel? How did you feel in uh in uh what was it? Oh six. When uh 06, 07, was it when when the Celtics went on that eighteen game losing streak, man? When you're going in for like the fifteenth or sixteenth in a row, I know if I know any if I, if I know you if I know you well, Max, you were going in there being like, here comes another L, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you was ready for it. Another, here come here come another ass kicking. You're going, oh my god! I know you wasn't the one being like, come on, guys, we got this. We got to win this one. <laughs> we had a game that um, the game that I did on TV. Uh, I did one for um, uh, stepped in on on uh, Comcast at that time and played the Detroit Pistons. And at some point in that game, they had the Celtics down by fifty five, and the crowd started cheering for the uh, um, cheering cheering for the Pistons. And uh, Tayshawn Prince and them was still shooting threes. It was like the it, it, it was it just got ridiculous to me. But now. In this league, that's the way the games are played. Mm-hmm. If you're given the three, you you're not you're not pulling back. You're you're taking that shot and you're pouring it on. So uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I was quite upset, emotionally down. So uh, I can't I can't wait to hear what Rick Vaughn <laughs> has to say. How he's uh, desensitized himself from this entire this entire piece. <laughs> Max was like, "Yo, trade the whole team away, damn it! <laughs> Screw them, <laughs> get them." I out mean, of they've it. been they've been chanting out, "Sell the team, sell the team." Like what? what Yo, did the wild times, team man. Do? What? Yo, you youngins, you, you youngins don't understand, man. Yeah. Like, when I was when I was young, man, <laughs> when I was coming up, the Southerns were not what they are now. Nowhere near it, man. We were cheering for Paul Antoine. We were hoping for the best, man. But those yeah. are some. Yeah. Good days. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast, man. Uh, we'll see if we get Rick on for the next episode. 
Can't wait for that. And uh, we'll see if the Celtics can keep this streak going. I mean, this is what championship teams do, right, Max? They uh, they, they, they take the team snap, snap a winning no, streak, you start another one, right? Uh, start a new one. Take no prisoners. That's what they do. That's when right. you have a team down, you keep them down. So what I'm seeing is a team that has grown mentally. They don't give a damn about who they're playing. At one time, they would, you know, be on the eye. No, we might not play. I can't imagine those first six people, seven people, Pritchard has stepped up and, and Pritchard is playing well. You know, you think about it. Sam Hauser has been the only guy who hasn't really shot in the ball well. He was mm-hmm. 0 for 6 against Golden State, uh, 0 for 6 from the 3. From 3, and, right, right. I think he turned around against the Lakers. He was 0 for 5 or something. So he he, he hasn't played well. So he's due. But you know, you know he's due, exactly. He's, yeah. he's due. So you We've got seen that before. Like, you got guys like Bichette and, you know, stepping off the bench. Uh, Joe Mazzula, now let's say, well, before we go, Joe Mazzula quietly has put together uh, unreal – you know, campaign so far in this first yeah, half. Man. With his He's players. got these guys locked in. Yeah, for sure. Talking about Joe Mazzula. Ah, you know, he doesn't call timeouts. He doesn't do this, you know, and, and still he's winning basketball games. So uh, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade here, man. That dude is coaching his ass off. His coaching staff, uh, you know, no offense at all to the coaching staff he, he's had before. But Sam Cassell is, a, is another level. Mm-hmm. Um, assistant coach i've been able to get in in the players ears and uh you know it's been it's been really you know enjoyable to see it's like sam cassell and um jason tatum out, out in san francisco the way those two connect man it's they great dinner. they went out <clears> and had dinner you know any other assistant coaches who would have went out to have dinner with jason tatum that 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 bond that bond is only getting tighter and and, and i'm loving what i'm seeing yeah, same, man. Same, absolutely. And you already know, I don't have to tell you about Sam Cassell and that kind of experience that he has, not only as a player, but as a coach as well. And you can just tell he's having a ball this year, man. Yeah. He's enjoying yeah, he every moment of it. And yeah. just as much as uh, Jason Tatum in the Celtics, with the best record in the NBA, 23-6, and six, we'll see if he can keep this thing going. Detroit Pistons on the finding themselves on the wrong end of history uh, as they'll see if they get number 28. 28 losses in a row, which actually would tie them <laughs> With the Philadelphia 76ers, now this losing streak is interesting because they carried into the 2014-15 season into the 2015-16 campaign. So technically, the losing streak was still on for the, for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, but the Pistons are on the uh, brink of, of, of passing them. So they're the 28th. Right now, Pistons are at 27th. We'll see what happens in Boston. We'll see what happens after that, of course, and all the matchups with the Celtics on our next episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone. He is Cedric Maxwell. We'll see you guys next episode.